Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Delighted to welcome our second guest of the day of the sports show. It is Mr. Ollie Birchhampson, owner of Ollie's Bikes. Good afternoon, Ollie. How are you? Afternoon, Gary. Very well, thank you. Good man. Very good. Good, good man. Um, Ollie, I mean, to, just to start with, um, what can I say? You're obviously with Ollie's Bikes. Let's start with there. When did that start and what was the inspiration behind it? Well, to be honest with you, I've always been very passionate about cycling from a kid. I was um, massive into my BMX racing when I was a kid and then went into mountain biking and then more recently I've been a really keen road cyclist and doing stupid long endurance rides. And last year, like many people, um, I was furloughed from Bentley, where I was working at the time, and... I was out riding many, many miles and just thought, you know what, why can't I make this into a business? And I just had this light bulb moment that shouldn't have been a light bulb moment because <laughs> I've been a, a, a bicycle mechanic in, in previous years and done all the qualifications and I just thought, you know what, let's let's go for it. Let's just put the word out there and see if anybody wants a bike fixing. And, um, you know, from a small Facebook post, within two weeks, it turned into a business and it was set up, the workshop was uh, ready to go and, you know, th- that was it, that's the start of Ollie's Bike. I mean, it's brilliant, isn't it, because the business, as you say, I mean, the business has really taken off, so in a weird sort of way, the pandemic's helped, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, without a doubt, I mean, you will have seen yourselves, you know, the, the, the passion for cycling amongst many people has, has grown over the pandemic. Obviously, there's been various incentives over the years from the government and, and, you know, there has been recently as well. Um, and obviously last year we were blessed with amazing weather and, and what better way to enjoy that than either being out on your bike with just yourself or with, or with your family. You know, it's something you can still get out and do um, during a very strange time that we've been going through. Yeah, absolutely. Well, funny enough is that you mentioned about the uh, the weather and hopefully we're going into uh, better weather after tomorrow's, would you believe, forecasted snow. Um, but, yeah. So those people that are well tempted to go into the shed or the garage and dig out that Rally Strada or that Pashley Princess, uh, there's obviously a good chance that those sort of bikes would need some TLC. So you touched on about the government initiative, the Department of Transport um, voucher, uh, to help them get it roadworthy, and you're involved in that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I mean, it's a great incentive. It was um, something that actually kicked off after I'd started the Ollie's Bikes uh, business. Um, so, you know, very good time in for myself. But um, basically, the government offered £50 to get a bike out of the shed, up and running again, because the demand for new bikes was so high that, you know, you're talking sort of six-month lead time before they could actually get a new bike. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, see a bike as a consumable and they just chuck it in the shed if, if there's a little bit of an issue with it. But £50 actually gets quite a lot repaired on a bike and gets, gets them up and running. And most of the people are using that and they're never having to spend much money over it. They were that popular when they first released them that it was like Glastonbury tickets and <laughs> they, just, they just went that quick that, you know, people didn't feel like they got hold of them. So they released more and more waves of them. Um, and it's, it's been, you know, obviously great for, for business and um, it's been great to meet so many people as well and get their bikes up and running and, and see the joys on their faces as they, as they ride off. Oh, absolutely. Now, if, if somebody wanted one of those vouchers, is it the Department of Transport website that you go to? Yeah, so it's actually um, it's actually closed now. It's been that popular. It literally, within the last day, it, it closed off. 
However, there's still a lot of people that have been able to get hold of them, you know, locally and such. So if anybody's out there and they've, they've got the hold of a voucher, feel free to get in touch. Um, but they the were available through a specialised website, very well run, very well organised, and uh, they get allocated a code which allows them to come to myself or, you know, another retailer local to them yeah. that can fix, fix the bikes and get them up and running. Well, I mean, you, you know, I, I've got to be honest, I've brought my bike to you because I, I've come to the conclusion, Ollie, as I get older, is that, look, don't bother trying to fix stuff yourself. Take it to the experts. <laughs> so I brought mine down to you, and within no time at all, you had it back in great work and order. So, and, and it wasn't expensive at all. So if people wanted to have their bike sorted out, how do they get in touch with you? The, the easiest thing is if you're on Facebook, most people are these days, just drop me a note through the Ollie's Bikes Facebook page. You can find me on Google, you can find me on Instagram. Um, more than happy for people to add me on Facebook on the personal page as well. Give us a call, I've got my mobile number on there as well. Um, just just give us a shout. Sometimes it's it's a quick and easy thing where they come in and two minutes they're done and they're on the way again. But, you know, a lot of the time it doesn't take much time and effort and expense either to get your uh, bike up and running. Exactly, exactly. And But of course, on the flip side of that, there'll be people who will think, no, I can do that. I can get it roadworthy myself. So what sort of things should they really focus on to make sure they're good to go on the road? I think the key thing is keeping your bike clean. You know, If you're going out on a ride, you're going to get clogged up in mud and all the rest of it, that kind of stuff. Just give it a, give it a wash afterwards and get some kind of decent lubricant for your um for your chain you know my, my go-to favorite is gt85 you know there's a few different ones out there but um make sure you're just giving it a little bit of a check over every now and again you know check the tires make sure the brakes are working you know that kind of thing yeah. um and there's lots there's lots there's lots of information out there online but for those who aren't willing to go just drop me a message and we can uh, we can soon get you on the road Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, uh, do they still have that three-in-one oil? Remember that one? Like, wasn't it in a black-and-white can with a little pink? Yeah. Red? Yeah, remember it? Yeah, I do know the one, yeah. So <laughs> things like that probably steer clear of these days because they actually tend to attract a lot of dirt and get the chains clogged up. So the best stuff, like I say, is, is GT85, which I do happen to sell if anybody wants any as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love the plug, mate. That is brilliant. <laughs> Now, as a, as a final question, Ollie, is that cycling has certainly grown in popularity probably since, I would say, about the t uh, 2012 Olympics. And, of course, the exploits of yeah. people like Sir Chris Hoy, Sir Bradley Wiggins and Victoria, the lovely Victoria Pendleton, to name but a few. <laughs> now, you yourself are a serious high-grade cyclist. If people wanted to take cycling more seriously, would you suggest that they join a cl club rather than just get together with a bunch of mates? Do you know what? I think... It's a great thing around here. We've got a lot of a lot of uh, sort of clubs, and you know, Nantwich Cycle Group is one that I ride with, um, and it's very very popular. Um, but there's lots of other you know smaller breakouts from that, and, and obviously Crew Clarion and Audland have got a cycle club. So there's quite a few different ones and different levels that they can, they can get into. But I think ultimately it's just just get out there on your bike. You know, start small. Just use some of the cycle paths. You know, if you're not confident on the road, for for example. And, and just get out and start small and start building your passion. With that, you're obviously going to increase your fitness level as well. And once you sort of break that barrier and, you, you know, you're getting over 10, 15 miles, that kind of thing, all of a sudden you're starting to discover a new world and places that you've never been to before and these back roads away from y your home. You know, you start to discover all these new things. So once you start to just get out there and do it, 
you know, you, you, you're going to start uh, getting a passion for it like I do myself. Yeah, exactly. We all love it, luckily, you, you know, because of what's just on the doorstep, isn't it? I mean, there's some great places around here. So, uh, Absolutely. Well, listen, mate, uh, once again, it's been an absolute... I always love speaking to you. It's been a pleasure to speak to you this afternoon. Uh, you will keep in touch with us on the sports show, won't you? And keep us up to date Absolutely. with the local, the local world of cycling. Absolutely, yeah. Much appreciated. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.